Three shots, four part, I just do two, one pup, pop four, birdie, woohoo, new driver, info, replace, M2, pop five, fairway, what you fin do? Think I'll try to get on into, start right, good line, good view, it drew, shoot him, McGavin, two thumbs that's up high and two fingers pointed. The green jacket is going north of the border. Mike Weir has won the Masters. Sometimes these part three look like an island. I punch and keep it on dry land. At least I'm a try man. I up with the five and might use the trap man. I got a chat man. I think a ball speed rate of that bass man. And where that ball land. Welcome to On The Screws Podcast. Thanks for tuning in to another episode. Got a nice one here for you. I uh, was able to catch up with Mike from Laysod Golf, a uh, local company here to the Bowmanville area. I um, was able to connect with them about a month ago and said, let's hop on the podcast and chat about the company and kind of their motto, what kind of products they're putting together, and just trying to reach the everyday golfer, which a lot of us are listening to this podcast and provide affordable you know, gear, cool stuff for them to uh for you to put on your bag and i was able to pick up some for myself so i'm going to just uh, get into a little bit of an intro here first and then i will roll into that chat with mike from laysod golf and if you're listening to this on amazon or spotify apple podcasts head over to our youtube channel at on the screws golf podcasts subscribe to the channel so you can see any new episodes that come out and during our chat with mike he's going to be able to show you some of the products live during the video but first we've got to get into the 76th u.s women's open this weekend pretty awesome event uh that we're looking forward to to following here so when when you are listening to this podcast it might be friday evening or saturday morning so i'll kind of give you an idea of the four canadians that are in the field and then hopefully by that time they're kind of approaching the cut or making the cut and uh having some success so the first one that we've got up uh 9 16 a.m tea time on thursday morning is megan oslin so this is going to be her second u.s women's open uh she qualified back in 2019 and it's another opportunity to represent canada south of the border um later on in the afternoon 2 13 p.m is everyone's favorite Canadian, Brooke Henderson. So the most winningest golfer of all time in Canada, Brooke Henderson, just came off of a first-place finish at the Hugelaer Premia LA Open, uh, where she finished minus 16 and bested a really, really good field to get her first victory of 2021. This would be her second major championship title that she's trying to capture. Moving on to 2.46 p.m. is the Canadian amateur, Naomi Parr. This will be her first U.S. Open, first chance to represent Canada on the national stage. Really, really looking forward to seeing how she does. And in the following tea time is Rebecca Lee Bentham at 2.57 p.m. Lee Bentham has been around the LPGA for a long time. She first played in her first U.S. Open back in, I believe it was 2010, re-qualified in 2014, took a little hiatus from golf, and now she's back after firing rounds of 69 and 70 in Oakmont, Texas at the U.S. Women's Open Qualifier. Really looking forward to uh, seeing how Rebecca does. I've been able to chat with her quite a bit in the past. And one of the past podcast guests, Mac Boucher, were down in Dubai for the winter um, just playing some golf because we weren't able to, they weren't able to do any training or anything north of the border here. So they were over there for the winter. And uh, yeah, we're hoping that Rebecca really does well. And we're going to have her on the podcast in a couple of weeks so we can kind of follow up, see how it went. And uh, yeah, we're really, really rooting for all the Canadians. And before I get into the chat with uh, Laysod Golf, have to give a shout out to an honorary Canadian, Jason Kokrak. I say an honorary Canadian, but he was born up here in Sault Ste. Marie, and uh, he 
has since moved to Ohio, and in his first 270 starts, I think, on the PGA Tour, he did not have a victory, and he has won two of his last 17. So hats off to Jason Kokrak, just won this past weekend. What an event. What a player. Held off Jordan Spieth, who is the hottest player on the PGA Tour right now. But let's get into our chat. My daily. I'm over swinging like daily. Oh yeah, my swag on the daily. My daily, my daily, my daily. On a part three and I make them say wow. Two shots just got foul. I'ma get a bird, I'ma get another round. Shoot a low play, 36. 18 birds on the phone for the stats. Greens in the fairways hit. Hair too long, ain't never got a cap. Just score card, never lied on my sticks. Looking like a nine, no cap, spin big facts. My feet where you get that. I shoot up in the 70s, nah, I never did that. Get it done by the time you hear this track. Thanks for hopping on with me, Mike. Appreciate it. Yeah, so right about the six-month mark, uh, doing the podcast, so it's been a lot of fun, and um, kind of connected with you, Mike, probably about almost a month ago now, and realized that we're neighbors. We uh, we live pretty close to one another, so um, throughout the episode, we can talk a little bit about some of the local courses and uh, just the Laysod Golf Company in general, which uh, we're both wearing the t-shirt right now for anybody uh, anybody checking it out on YouTube, and I've used the tool, I've used the Divot tool. And uh, on the back of the laptop here, I got some stickers. So uh, excited to uh, to see what you have coming for us in uh, in the future. So um, maybe Mike, you can just give us an idea about the company. You know, kind of what made you create it? Was there like an idea? The name is pretty unique, Laysod. So were you just like chunking wedges one day and thought I better put together uh, a company here? How did it all uh, come up? Uh, come about? Yeah, um, yeah, thanks again for having me. I really appreciate it. And yeah, I uh, love watching your stuff. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it all starts like, uh, probably like a lot of golf, uh, pages or companies lately. It's, it was a COVID project. Uh, it was actually January. Uh, nothing was open. We we're in uh, lockdown again. Uh, so I was pretty much just bored. Uh, I had nothing to do. Uh, and I was, I worked full time, but yeah, we we're on reduced hours. So sit around and I, uh, think like most of your listeners, um, probably some of the people that follow me, the small uh, followers. Uh, number of followers. Uh, they just uh, look at like foreplay, uh, bar stools, uh, Zyre Golf, uh, all those type of golf. Name a few, but there's tons out there. And I was just spending a lot of time on Instagram, uh, taking a look at following those pages. And then there's also a bunch of cool companies out there too. Um, and then when trying to buy golf gear and brands, like, uh, a lot of the gear is really expensive. Yeah. Um, and some of it's all the same. So um, I just thought, well, hey, let's try this out. Like, I love golf. Uh, started golf on eight or nine. Um, so yeah, I was just uh, having a couple beers, uh, hanging out. I was like, let's try this. Uh, so yeah, I just started brainstorming ideas and like, uh, not to say names or what, but yeah, for play. Um, it's just like, that's a cool name, just how they play off like into golf, but into podcast. Yeah. Uh, time, some of your name as well. So um, I was trying to go through cool names. Like, uh, like I use a lot of references. I also have a hockey background. Uh, so like worm burner, like I'm an everyday golfer, just like average day. Like uh, I do play in the 80s, but I can shoot in the hundreds. I can play in the 90s as well. I'm a really uh, emotional player. Uh, so yeah, just one of those things I want to be like a fun brand, but also kind of have a little bit of style. Um, so I went with uh, just looking up different uh, terminologies and slangs and references that are available out there. And uh, I came across, uh, which I use as uh, uh, beaver tails being in Canada or beaver pelts. Uh, it's like, okay, well, I do definitely like chunky balls. I throw quite a few times, uh, chunky shots. So, uh, it was, the name came from, uh, lay the sod over it, uh, lay the sod over the ball. Uh, so it's kind of like when you hit the, uh, the ground first and you almost put uh, a toupee over yep. the ball. Uh, so that's the reference. And so obviously that's too long. So I played around with it, played it with 
played around with different logos and just got short short form down to lace on draw. Yeah, I love it. And, uh, we were kind of just chatting before we started the, uh, the mics up here about, uh, yesterday I was just like one of those rounds. I was kind of nuking my driver and, uh, I wasn't chunking the ball. I wasn't really thinning my wedges at all. I was just kind of hanging them up in the air. So it's, uh, I don't know. It's kind of just one of those things with golf, right? There's so many different terminologies. Like I follow the, uh, the pelt pod. They're another Canadian golf podcast, a great, uh, great golf podcast. And it's kind of related, right? So we all kind of have the idea of what, that's why I made that assumption that has something to do with chunking wedges and whatnot. So, and then, uh, one of the divot tools that I picked up off you is, uh, is a wedge in, in itself, really, right? So it's, uh, kind of like a small, I'll drop a photo over for anybody watching on YouTube, but it's kind of, uh, like a small, uh, like a wedge almost with, uh, the ability to to fix the fix the greens right so it's a it's a pretty cool brand you got going on so what else um what else do you have in the product line right now yeah absolutely so i do have a couple things actually beside me just because i figured we would be talking about them Uh, yeah yeah so uh i started off with the uh divot tools um so the switch blade uh divot tool i'll I'll show you i guess just yeah but i have the uh switch blade divot tool which has lace side golf on it i'm going to play backwards my camera Oh, you're the other good. Side has a removable magnetic magnetic uh, ball marker with logo. Perfect. And I use it switch blade, so it does have the repair tool as well. Nice. Um, so yeah, that's the one tool. And then the wedge one that you're referring to, which is left-handed and right-handed now. But originally when you first bought it, it only came right-handed. But yeah, so it is the wedge there. Um, with the actual wedge uh, has the um, uh, the tool uh, ball marker on the other end, and then the wedge on the other end. So it's pretty nice. small and it's handy. It does fit right in there. So yeah, so that's kind of what I started off with. And then also kind of kind of another ball marker here as well. Uh, that's a little heavy, heavier duty, um, and it's kind of a, a copper brush finish with this lace side green uh, infill. In um, so just a uh, few of those type of tools right now. And then I've uh, got the t-shirts that you're wearing, my, uh, myself, we're both wearing. Uh, so I have those in four colors. Uh, so yeah, just kind of picking away at it. It is a small hobby for myself. Uh, so I'm working on myself, uh, working on by myself and kind of doing everything my, on my own. Obviously helping with friends, give me some ideas and suggestions, but yeah, um, and reach out to local people too. Um, a lot of people actually Alberta have been working with uh, Accurate Garage, um, and then a company in the states, and then local company here in uh, Durham region to the future. So. Yeah, so anybody who's uh, listening, like on Apple or Spotify or whatever it may be, Amazon, come over and check out uh, the YouTube page. And uh, Mike was able to just show us some of the products there, which is pretty cool. And um, I've got one of the wedges, so I, I've got a right hand one. I didn't know they had lefties, so I'm a lefty myself. Are you a righty or a lefty? I am a lefty, so that's why when yeah. I turned out that they're available, I had to get one. So I'll be happy to swap one. So uh, it, it's just it's so prominent up here. Like uh, my my cousin's been coming on the podcast quite a bit lately. He's uh, living down in the states right now. He's from Whippy, but he's a uh, he's a righty. And like he was saying, the same thing. It's uh, it's not all that common down in the states, but it's uh, nearly uh, just well just over thirty percent of Canadian golfers are lefties now. So it's uh, it's pretty cool. Um, yesterday I was out, my, uh, my sister's a lefty and probably in my regular golf group of, there's about 10 of us that rotate in and out, I'd say seven or eight of us are lefties, which is, uh, which is pretty cool. So do you have anything else, Mike? Like, I know you said that you're just kind of starting up. It's been, a like the, like the, uh, podcast here, passion project, uh, through the pandemic and, and so many different things have started or, you know, started through this, which has been a blessing. We've had, uh, you know, guys on from like the amateur players tour that are starting up a new tour and left behind golf. I've been connecting with them quite a bit. Those guys are awesome over there. And, uh, you know, they've got some gloves and whatnot. And, and, uh, do you have anything else that you're thinking about developing for, uh, for Laysad or are you just, uh, kind of sticking with what you have for now? 
Yeah, no, definitely trying to expand and actually, yeah, Left Behind Golf's awesome. I actually picked up a hat from them as well. So Perfect. Uh, support them. Uh, they're great. Um, I've actually worked with uh, someone in BC, uh, Two Faced, um, and this is something I actually just received this morning. So I actually just opened the packet, but uh, the latest rod, um, alignment rod. Uh, right of. on. Uh, so I did get those. So I have a few of those that I just kind of uh, play around with. Uh, and I am looking to get into hats and golf shirts as well so people can actually wear the gear on the course, so let alone with the tools. But I know the t-shirts, they won't let those on some courses. Yeah. Especially the logos and some of that. So I'm trying to get a collar. Uh, but yeah, I'm trying to work with hats now. Uh, but I mentioned uh, earlier when we were getting the mic set up that I want to buy gear that I actually like wearing and I find time to feel comfortable um, yeah. I want to use for quality-wise. So I'm actually uh, working with someone right now just actually need to try hats on uh, because I'm a big comfort person. Uh, so that's our part of COVID right now is not able to do that. But um, hopefully next few weeks I can get a hat chosen. Uh, but I'm pretty much set up. Have someone have we have a logo prepared, um, even the uh, printing prepared. I uh, just have to uh, find the hat and I'm ready to go. Um, and then yeah, hopefully golf shirts. And then we'll kind of see what happens. Like I said, I'm just kind of seeing what's out there wherever I find cool. I'll kind of see if I can do anything with it. Um, but yeah, just starting off and see what happens with it. But, um, things are going well so far, and I'm happy with all the perception I've received from everyone so far. Yeah, I can, uh, I can attest to it as I'm wearing it right now. The, uh, the t-shirts are great. They fit awesome. And, uh, you know, I've got like the COVID-19 or whatever going on right now, but, uh, I'm fitting in it pretty well. But, um, like I'm also wearing this triple bogey hat here. So they, uh, they've connected with the podcast and, uh, Jeff Tate and his team are always kind of looking after, uh, looking after me and, uh, keeping us hydrated. So, um, like this hat's amazing. I'm not going to take it off cause I haven't had my hair cut in months, but, uh, but yeah, it's a pretty, uh, it's a pretty great hat. So maybe I'll, uh, I'll send you a, a label or something so you can have a look, but, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to, uh, getting one of those alignments to covers in my bag. I've got like a Canadian version, just like a Canadian flag version one, which is pretty cool, but, uh, I'll have to, uh, when you get them up, let me know and I'll, I'll, uh, hop on the website and pick one up for myself. Um, but yeah, tell me about your game a little bit. I know you mentioned it. You're an emotional golfer. So I like to, uh, I like to hear that. I definitely am not anymore. I, uh, I just kind of go out and have fun. I just try and, uh, lately I've just tried to rip the ball off the tee as far as I can and, you know, chunk wedges in like I was saying I was doing last night, but, um, yeah. So tell me about your game, um, where you play. Cause we would play a lot of the same, uh, courses and a lot of the viewership, a lot of people checking out this, uh, podcast would have an idea of what courses, uh, you and I have played. So where are you, uh, where are you playing right now? Like where's most of your rounds being played and, uh, what do you expect? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so yeah, like I say, yeah, I am definitely an emotional player. Um, I've been playing since I was about nine or 10, um, played like high school golf, but nothing super competitive. So I was more, more focused on hockey. Uh, so when I was starting to get more competitive, that's when I kind of had to choose a little bit there. Uh, but started getting golfing more regularly, uh, regularly, um, playing early 20s, uh, playing more consistent when I was buddies, mostly not really paying attention, but just swing and having a good time. Uh, but probably the last five or six years, I've really tried to focus on my game and try to improve. Uh, so yeah, I can, uh, last year, um, my best round was 79, uh, and I was at Columbus, nice. which uh, is now, um, the builder owns it. Um, yeah. I think it's like meadow something. Yeah. I, I, I can't remember. Yeah. I was there a couple times last year. So it's uh it's a pretty straightforward course. Like it starts off with the two fives, which is kind of unique. And then they've got a bunch of driving par fours. Um, I had a really, really good round there last year where I had a, like, I think I had six or seven birdies. It was, it was pretty good, but those greens, like the course itself is kind of, you know, it's okay. Um, but the greens are punishing there. So, um, I know he's the brother of the maintenance guy at Cherry Downs, I think it is. And they can, uh, they can really cripple around. So 79 is a good round, very good round. 
well, thankfully they got rid of the fescue as well when that round happens. So, yeah. Because uh, if fescue is there, it would be a different story. Yeah. Uh, and so I would uh, typically have play around everywhere. I uh, played Lake Ridge quite a bit last year. Uh, yeah, I'm in a men's league, so I'm actually joined, uh, our men's league joined the Kedron Dells Men's League on Thursdays. Uh, okay. So I'm actually going to be playing there tomorrow for that league. Uh, but my home course is actually also golf club. I joined there at the end of last year uh, with COVID. I was golfing five days a week uh, since we had time. So um, yeah. I used to work there when I was in university for a couple of years. Uh, my family, were, uh, my uncle and cousin were members. Uh, my grandfather, Dito, uh, Ukrainian. Uh, was a member there uh, over the years. So, yeah, so now that uh, I'm with work, I'm able to go for more. So, I, uh, yeah, I think I'm membership there. Uh, so I got my two rounds there over the weekend. Uh, but, it, like I said, I'm playing terrible right now. Um, <laughs> usually my driver is my, my game, uh, but I can't keep it straight, keep, keep it in the fairway. Yeah. Uh, but my uh, short game and putting has been saving me. Uh, but, yeah, I've been playing 90s golf so far this year. So I'm hoping I can uh, work off a bit of rust and get the game together. Yeah, it's just kind of, it's, it, I was saying like when we were chatting earlier, like I felt like I had one of my best driving days yesterday and like we're at the point in our games clearly where we're just trying to take something away from the game. Like each time that we play, like try and take a positive out of it. So for me, I was just hitting the ball like as far as I could and, you know, laying wedges in or whatever. And that's usually a strong point for me, but it almost flipped yesterday. But um, yeah, it's it's been a bit of a struggle this year. I'm kind of floating around. Uh, like I play a lot of nines after work. Um, like yourself, I'm kind of working full time. So I'll, I'll head out at, you know, five o'clock or whatever, flip a quick nine in and I'll shoot anywhere from a 36 to a yesterday it was a 39. And I just felt like it was better than it should have been. But uh, that's my home course. That's not my real handicap. That doesn't really count. I'm not going to shoot par at uh, at Oshawa or anything like that. But I do have a friend that's uh, he's playing there this year. His name's uh, Dave Clancy. I know he checks out the podcast now and then. So he's a big real estate guy um so if you're he's like six foot 15 huge guy like 300 pounds so um he's kind of like a you know redhead guy if you ever see him you'll uh you'll know who i'm talking about a pretty good golfer himself so say hello and introduce him let him know you're from laysaw golf he's probably come across it and uh and would would know who you are so what do you what do you got in the bag for this year mike yeah, so I actually did a big upgrade. Um, I My last set of clubs is when I graduated university, uh, which was probably 12, 13 years ago. Yeah. Uh, so I had the, uh, upgraded from the I upgraded from the R7 burners. Uh, I was still rocking the R9 in the bag for the driver. Uh, so I was definitely uh, overdue for new gear. Uh, so I picked up the uh, Sim driver. Uh, Sim, I got the Sim uh, driver in 5-wood. I got the Sim 2-3-wood. Uh, uh, and as you'll probably notice, I am a tailor-made uh, snob, I guess you could say. I'm tailor made all in the bag. Uh, then I picked up the uh, milled grind wedges, um, the 50, uh, 50, 56, and 60. Okay. And then I'm rocking the P790s uh, for the irons uh, for, um, yeah, for the P. Right on, yeah. I've got a few buddies who play the uh, 790s, and a friend of mine just got the 770s, and uh, they are beautiful. Like, he is having a tough time with them. I know he tunes in, so. Uh, you know, Kirk, just stay with it. They'll, they'll, they'll come around. So, but, uh, they are a beautiful club. Uh, I just, uh, I kind of did a big upgrade. I was, uh, just picked up the SIM two. Um, luckily I was connected with somebody who was able to, uh, to send that over to me. So thank you because that is definitely helping my game. Uh, I was playing the M six before and I have the M six three wood. Um, I'm right now I've got a bit of a gap. I'm not playing a hybrid. Uh, just don't like it anymore. <laughs> like not getting along with me very well so i uh, i've got four through uh four through pitching wedge of the uh srixon z 785 so last year's model 
absolutely love those irons and uh, i play vokies so i've got uh 50 54 58 and um i love the combo i play Strixon xv golf ball and uh i absolutely love the Strixon irons and the uh the vokey wedges and um another shout out to a canadian company because we just did a draw with them is uh haywood golf um i just uh i picked up one of their wedges a little while ago and i've been playing it just as like a trial and it is it is amazing. So I think that's uh, that's where I'm going next. So I know. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. Well, that's what jo- Joshua Haywood is. The uh, he's the creator of the company, and um, he started off base with wedges. And he's been on the podcast before in the past. And he was saying uh, they start off with wedges. They got a good response and wanted to give Canadians something that they can afford, kind of like you know your model that you were suggesting uh, suggesting, right? So it's. Uh, grown into like they're um a friend of mine just picked up the uh the signature irons unfortunately they don't have the uh muscle backs in lefties yet so uh later on in the year so maybe for next year if i looked to upgrade the irons i might have a look at those but uh yeah they keep it to just the irons and wedges with a putter right now but um yeah they are pretty pretty amazing clubs so i might check them out a little bit so uh but TaylorMade is obviously you know they're the king. They're doing the job right now. They just sold for like, I don't know, $1.6 billion or something. So um, apparently the product line is going to get uh, even better. I've got a friend who works in uh, in, in uh, TaylorMade. So he was saying that uh, they're looking to upgrade a few things like the ball and whatnot to try and be a little bit more competitive. So that's pretty cool. But um, <clears throat> yeah, before I let you go, I... Uh, I mentioned that we have a beer sponsor, um, Triple Bogey Brewing, which is uh, which is pretty amazing. So I know you've had a couple of Triple Bogies, and uh, you got one right there. Perfect, perfect timing. So uh, so enjoy. But um, I'm just gonna run through the swing oil segment with you here, Mike. So we got Mike from Laysod Golf, Triple Bogey Swing Oil segment. Just gonna fire a couple questions at you. Don't worry about them too much. Don't think about them. Just give me an answer, and then uh, and then we'll cap it off. So. Have you ever had a hole in one? No. No. I wish. Yeah, it's uh I've been close a couple times recently, but nothing. I had one I mentioned when I was like 13, but haven't had one anytime recently. So uh hit the flag four feet up. And if it hit the flag, it would have been ten feet over the green. Yeah, I hit the flag yesterday or uh, last year at Stonehenge too, so it gave me a little scare, but uh no hole in one. So uh lowest uh lowest round of date. Right on, right on. Favorite uh, favorite course you have ever played? Uh, I'd probably say Muskoka Bay. Uh, there's definitely many more out there that names are just coming to me. But one of my bucket, bucket list is I hear Corey. Uh, Corey uh, is pretty nice with the black sand, I believe. But. Yeah. Yeah, just a little north of where we are. And um, actually, the teaching professional at Muskoka Bay, his name's Mac Boucher. Um, Mac, just like my name. But uh, he was on the podcast a few weeks ago. So if you're out there, fellow lefty. And if you're not checking out his page, you got to check out his shot shaping because it is incredible. Uh, favorite snack at the turn uh, can be liquid. It's also beer, but I have to go for a hot dog. Yeah, a dog and li- a dog and a beer is fine. Uh, just you know, make sure you're picking triple bogey if you are. Um, dream foursome for you, Mike. Dream foursome would be DJ Rory uh and pat Perez. Okay, very cool, very cool. So anyone else you'd slot in there if it was not golf related? Uh, I'm a hockey fan, um, but I think even Bill Murray would be a great kind of go with this, yep. how he acts on the course. Uh, just like having a good time like that. Uh, so Bill Murray would probably be a good one. Too. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm sure there's many other yeah, guys. And, uh, wrapping it up, most beers consumed in 18 holes. Ooh, uh, it was a 
boys from a bachelor uh so it's probably about uh 24 beers probably over 18 wow uh, but probably half of them got spilled though because i'm a small guy so realistically it's probably about 18 that's uh that's pretty impressive and you were still up walking around and uh shooting 79 i'm sure right so <laughs> so thanks mike that was the uh swing uh segment hydrated by triple bogey brewing so just nice to kind of talk about the lighter things in golf it's always uh pretty cool to kind of check in with people always you know and enjoy having a beer on the course and like they say it's uh you know never hurts to say better hit another right so uh how do we get a hold of you um like i know you've got a great social media platform um and you've got a, a nice website i was able to go on there a couple clicks and i was able to uh to pick up some products and come over luckily i'm i'm uh, just about five minute drive from you so i was able to come over and pick them up but uh how do we get a hold of you and if uh, anybody has any questions about the product line where do they reach you yeah, absolutely. So uh, the Instagram uh, is uh, at Leaside Golf, and then uh, I also have an email account at uh, sorry Leaside Golf at Gmail .com, and then the website is Leaside Golf uh, .com. So it's all pretty standard there. Uh, and yeah, all the products and uh, inventory update on the website and on the Instagram page. I do have Facebook too, but like I said, I'm still getting uh, updated and started. Uh, the website I did myself, so yeah, still fine tuning it. I'm working on uh, being able to order uh, more inventory. I uh, bought order so I can get uh, the pricing down a little cheaper because we did push. I did say I'm trying to get cheaper gear, so I know pricing is a little bit up there, but yeah, I'll try to do that. But yeah, uh, laysidegolf.com. Hey, no, I thought it was uh, very fair, so I think everybody else will kind of agree, and they're great products. I can attest them. I'm wearing them right now. So put a link um, just in below anybody watching the video here, um, or if you're uh, if you're listening on Apple, Spotify, anything like that, scroll down, and I'll uh, drop a link to take, take you right over to your Instagram or, or uh, website. Awesome. Thanks a lot, Mike. I really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks, Mike. This was great. I really appreciate you coming on. And uh, as you roll out more, more products, let's get you on in the future. Hopefully next time we're able to do one in person. Yeah, absolutely. Hope you get on the course soon, too. Yeah. Check out my car for the scope. Nope. See that I'm pushed through the low. Nope. Go ahead and count out the birdies so far. It's three in a row. 24 to the hole. No hybrid behind. I pull as a vote. They say that you drive for the show. Uh. They say that you puff for the dough. Money. Remember, I used to shoot hundreds. Garmin approach on my wrist, say a hundred.